to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm here with David and JD. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, you guys, we're going to talk a lot about uh, what you guys did over the last week. David got back down to Florida and you guys spent a few days in the park. Isn't that right? Yes. That, yes that's that's right. exciting. We're got, that's what the bulk of this episode is going to be about. And we have lots of questions and I can't wait to hear your experience. And I know you had some unique experiences for a, a Disney Disney travels as well. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, I know you've been there and, and staying super busy with all that. But um, is there anything new in your lives? Anything going on? Any Disney Plus uh, progress you've made? Any Disney news that you've seen that you wanted to talk about before we get started? Well, it's been it's been a busy week. Unfortunately, I, I haven't finished uh, Book of Boba Fett yet, so I'm a bu- I'm bummed about that. But yesterday, with it being Valentine's Day, me and my wife went and saw uh, Death on the Nile, um, which it's 21st Century Fox, which is kind of Disney if you kind of think about it. But really liked it. Uh, definitely would recommend. I don't know how much you guys have read about it, um, but it's it's a murder mystery. And it's way more intense than I thought it would be. Like I thought it would almost be more comical, but it was intense. But it was really fun, um, and it was a it, really good movie. It's definitely one of the uh, best of her books. I, it, that, it's definitely in the top five plots that you're not going to figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's did the you thing. Fi- you, did you figure it out? Did no. you know who it was? No. Uh, and that, that's the thing know. is, <laughs> I love I love mysteries. I always tell people. Like I'll watch anything if you told me the genre is is mystery just because it's intriguing. So the whole time I'm like half watching, but you know half trying to figure it out, and I I, I didn't, I couldn't. Um, so that shows you how good it was. Wouldn't that be kind of cool if uh, they kept doing these Agatha Christie 1930s movies? Then they could do like a whole themed murder mystery land. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. That's super cool. Agatha, Agatha Land. There you go. Or just like a big dinner dinner theater. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, where they do like, you, you know, the act it's, goes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could turn Jungle Cruise into Death on the Nile. Oh, hey, not a bad idea. <laughs> Something to refresh that here in a little bit too. So no, Bob. We can't really talk about Boba Fett. Yep. Um, and that, that's the, it's real. That final episode's really good. It took me a little bit to see it, but I finally did too. Can't wait to talk about that with you. Um, we did, we went and saw a movie yesterday too, but we saw the Mary Me movie with, um, Jennifer Lopez and, um, oh. Owen Wilson. It was actually really for the romantic comedy kind of thing. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, death on the Nile was on the list too, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a good, good night. We didn't see, we didn't see, um, the Disney movie, but, uh, we did see a movie. Um, but catching up on Daredevil 2 over here um, before they take it off in Netflix. And I'm sure it'll show back up on Disney Plus at some point. But we're trying to get caught up and, and rewatch all of that and experience that again. So, yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been, a, been a good week. David, how about you? I know you've been traveling. Any you behind on everything? Well, we were uh, catching up on we're, – we're in Daredevil also second season, working our way through that. And, uh, yeah, just loving how it's going to – you can see how they're building the next – the next universe, the next the multiverse or whatever, you know, the characters that are going to be there. We also, uh, a non-Disney thing we watched was uh, PBS uh, Masterpiece Theater, uh, Around the World in 80 Days. Um, it's a, a new series, eight episodes, and we, we kind of stumbled into that when we were caught up on all the Disney stuff. And so we were trying to finish that. So we watched some of that last night. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. We did. 
And did your team, were you happy with the result? Let's get there first. You know, I, I like the result just because I had a lot of respect for both teams. You know, Bengals, you know, we don't have to really get into it. One's a young team. One's got a lot of veterans. So I was kind of pulling for both. But the halftime show, now that was the highlight. That was yeah. the best halftime show. I've that was great. <laughs> and actually, I thought they it thought it was very, you know, you always ner- are nervous as a, as a parent. You know, is it going to go off the rails? <laughs> and of all the, honestly, last few that I can remember is probably the most tame. You know, um, mm. there weren't, they didn't drop any language. They were very careful. It wasn't filled with just overtly, you know, this overt sexuality, you know, so much. And I actually really enjoyed it and was very appreciative of kind of the, that they made it family friendly as best they could. And, um, I enjoyed it too. One of the best, probably top five all time Super Bowl, yeah. um, halftime shows. Um, what are your, what, let's go back real quick. What are your favorite halftime shows that you remember? What's on your Mount Rushmore list of Super Bowl halftime shows? Gosh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to just think of ones I can honestly remember. I, I remember last year was Shakira and Beyonce, right? Was it? So Yeah, I think so, wasn't it? I've already forgot Shakira that one. No, oh, no, Jen- Jennifer Lopez, Lopez okay. not Beyonce. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I knew it was too. Yeah, so it was a lot different than this year. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> they're always memorable. I mean, they're always, you know, the whoever the next – hot artists or you know nostalgia this one was definitely more of a nostalgia than um anything else next year it ought to be in canto <laughs> well now yeah. it wasn't last, last year the year it's on abc they're usually a disney presence right so um yeah. they, they the networks bounce it around like fox will have it cbs will have it nbc and then abc and they kind of kind of bounce it around but um but but i actually my mount rushmore would be the Prince halftime show, these the ones I can remember, right? Um, U2 after 9-11. Um, that was just so emotional, you know, all of the names scrolling up of all mm-hmm. the people who died. And then at the end, he opens his jacket up and has the American. I'll never forget that. Um, and then um, maybe maybe uh, M- the Michael Jackson one was, I think, was kind of the first huge Super Bowl halftime show. Um, I think that was like, I mean, I was a kid, so I might have been, that might have been like 92, 91, 92, something like that, um, kind of at the height of his stardom. And then this one, I mean, this is right up there. And so I thought it was fantastic. So many are forgettable. And the Bruno Mars one was kind of cool. Um, yeah, there's always something. I'm never like negative about them. I'm never like, well, that was, that sucked. And I never think they all suck, any of them. But, you know, there are some that are better than others for sure and some that are forgettable. And I thought this was on the, the Mount Rushmore. So that was that was really cool. Disney always has a presence of the Super Bowl, even if they're not producing it, though. And I was just reading for sure um, the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champions. Um, mo- a lot of them are at Disneyland or went to Disneyland yesterday. Um, Cooper, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, and Don, um, um, Aaron Donald all with their families were at Disneyland. So they they were going to Disneyland and they did right away, which I always think is really interesting. The day after the Super Bowl, you end up in a in a theme park. I think you have something to do. You know what I mean? But no, mm-hmm. hey, let's go to the theme park. You know, <laughs> nothing to do. That's yeah. kind of cool though, um, and kind of a tradition now. You know, those commercials were always famous. You know, I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. They record them right there on the field. Uh, we haven't seen it pop up yet. Have you seen anything? They usually. I haven't seen it. But now the first one was that was totally spontaneous, though, right? I think the first time it happened, it wasn't a commercial. He just, well, so he said it. So I think the the history behind it is again, I could be totally wrong, 
But someone like Michael Eisner's wife or someone came up with the idea. It was, I mean, it was definitely more of a kind of okay. spontaneous kind of, it just kind of appeared and it was an idea. But I think it might have been Michael, Michael Eisner's wife who was like, what if they said this and he liked it and then he went to both quarterbacks or whatever the Super Bowl was that year and said, hey, if you win uh, and you say, you know, you're going to Disney World now, we'll pay you this much money. And then after that, it became such an iconic thing that they would get multiple players. And I mean, it's a brilliant thing. I mean, now people are just waiting for it. I mean, I remember when I watched the Super Bowl this year, I was kind of like toned in of like, okay, like what players at Disney pick? Like who are they going to, you know, draw into and say, I'm going to Disney World. And of course, this year they're going to Disneyland because it's Los Angeles, but it's cool. I've seen them before. I think Peyton Manning, I remember they actually beforehand, you know, they coach you on what to do and they record it several ways. They say, I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disney. I've seen them like a cut of that. He goes, I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going somewhere else. And then they cut that into commercials for them right there on the field. It's pretty remarkable. And you're right. It has become kind of iconic. Maybe not so much in the recent years, but I mean, when we were a kid, you'd win a you'd win a game or a championship. You just said, you start, I'm going to Disney World, you know, uh, it's kind of what you would say. It's kind of kind of wild. But um, Disney also had some some presence there on the com- Super Bowl commercials. There were several Disney um, sponsored commercials. Um, did you get to see? Did you watch all the commercials? Are y'all, are y'all commercial guys for the Super Bowl? Yes, I watched all the commercials. I I, I saw several of the. The trailer, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, the new, um, the new series Mo- that's coming to Disney Plus. What's it called? Night Moon, Moon Night, Moon Night, the movie, right? Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah, a it's series, a TV, right? It's a it's TV a movie? series. I'm pretty sure it's not a movie. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. That, I saw that, and the one with Aquafina yeah, and the ghost. Yeah, a Disney Plus commercial. <laughs> Oh, it's a general yeah. one. It was it was really, really cool. She's a really popular. She's gotten really famous. And I think that was a good uh, it was interesting. If nonetheless, it kind of had the Super Bowl vibes to it for sure. Dressing up goats as a uh, yeah, uh, character. <laughs> the idea is being a Disney has all the best she's, content, you know, yeah. um, and yeah. not far off. I was looking at numbers. They're, they're still predicting between 220 to 260 million subscribers. Um, wow. By the end of 2024, which will um, which will certainly um, surpass you know Netflix, not and not in the far too distant future, and that's pretty remarkable too. Wow, wow, that's great. Maybe if they make enough money from Disney Plus, they can make the parks a little cheaper, so we can we can go more often. <laughs> well, I was also reading another bit of Disney news that prices are still going up, and yeah. they almost had they're very close to record revenue at the parks. After a pandemic. Wow. Um, well, so you know, feel- I feel like that a, a large amount of that is probably due to, um, well, one, the pandemic's finally starting to, people are venturing out more. Um, so people are going to Disney parks at numbers like they were, but Disney still hasn't bought, brought back a lot of that entertainment and a lot of that cast member force that they used to have. So I bet a lot of that revenue, one, is large crowds going, of course, but two, not having the expenses that they used to have. Um, If I had to make an educated guess from a business perspective, um, that would definitely influence revenue a lot. Yeah, totally. I think their park numbers are up too. Like, it's back to 
crazy. Well, we could definitely see that when we went. I mean, we <laughs> it, it was we definitely went, and again, we, So our last trip, we went in uh, beginning of December, right, Dad? It was beginning of December. No, it was mid oh, okay. November. Okay, so mid November. Um, so still kind of holiday times. That's more of a typical, um, you know, holiday family going time. We went last week, which is February. Um, if you know, going to Disney Park that February, beginning of February, before spring break, kind of end of January, that's the prime time that you would really want to go because people have kids, they're in school, like it's a new year. Not a lot of people are planning a vacation. Around. And yeah, it's, and not, it's as not as hot. hot. Yeah. And so it's, it's a prime time yeah. though, if you don't have kids or if you have a flexible schedule to go. So me and dad thought, okay, we're going to plan this. We're going to be able to, you know, hop on rides and eat and like, you know, go through all these things. And it was crazy. I mean, we looked at the app every day. If you looked at the the wait times, it was like over an hour for even the most, you know, every ride. So yeah, well, so what's ride. going on in the middle of February? Yeah. Is it like a Valentine's trip? What's going on? Well, uh, you know, the we 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 also no, it's that's that's coming up. But so the we have family there the first week of February. They said it was very crowded. We're there the second week of February, and it was very crowded. And I, I've seen several people uh, report, you know, that back in 2020, that January and February of 2020 before the pandemic were more crowded than normal, and then. Uh, then the pandemic turned everything around for a while, so we're it's like we're kind of back to the 2020 uh, crowds for January, February. I'm not sure that we're going to see those those breaks anymore. In fact, while we were there, they had a huge uh, national cheerleading competition, so they're, they're they know hey, this is a low time. Let's let's bring in thousands of well, students and their families I mean, and. People and have we'll school. It makes, it makes no sense but to it, me how the parks would be like super crowded in February. There's just other than weekends. Well, the other thing we noticed, we noticed that on our, we started our trip on a Wednesday and Wednesday it was very crowded and there were no cheerleaders there and it was packed. And what I noticed Wednesday was that we didn't see a lot of teenagers, but we saw a lot of children. A lot of families with small children, maybe one elementary age kind of kid age range. So I think they're pulling. I think that elementary age, we they were maybe were pulling kids out. So that was a, a lot of families. We saw more of that. Didn't see a lot of middle school aged kids or teenagers that first day. But then the next day, with all the all the teenagers and their families and brothers, uh, all the lines like Space Mountain. Uh, Tower of Terror, everything like that shot up to over two hours immediately. Things were crowded. The other thing that was uh, different this time, like uh, Splash Mountain was down for refurbishment. And our first day we went to Magic Kingdom, Splash Mountain was down for refurbishment. Space Mountain broke down. I think Peter Pan's flight broke down. So he had three rides that have long lines all down. So everything starts filling up, even uh, gumbo, the carousel, things are just yeah. getting really crowded because there's, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. Those lines are down. So definitely saw some of that. And then the other thing we kept wondering is how much genie plus was pay was playing into it. We decided at magic kingdom this time we did genie plus when we went in November, we decided not to do genie plus to see if we could pull it off. And it was a challenge. We, you definitely saw that the genie plus crowd, got the advantage over and over and over. 
So I think that was another thing that was creating. Yeah. So we would probably lives. say we were kind of reflecting at the end of our trip, you know, for whoever's going on their trip, maybe next week or next month. The two biggest challenges that we face were probably one, um, the rides going down. That's the tough thing about this time of year is this is usually when Disney does a lot of refurbishments and, and with the cold weather rides do typically break down a little bit more. Um, but that's always been kind of a manageable thing because crowds have always been lower. But the thing now is when crowds are so high and then, uh, Splash Mountain's already down for refurbishment, then you see Space Mountain goes down and then, you know, Peter Pan goes down for our day. Well, those are three of the biggest, um, line, like the most people go to those lines. So when those three are down, it's going to make everything else skyrocket. Um, so just be kind of prepared for that. We were kind of having to, you know, really watch the app to make sure we weren't, uh, you know, burning too much time in a, a ride that we knew would go down later throughout the day. Um, but that was definitely one of the biggest challenges from this trip. Um, and another one with the big yes. crowds. This is our first time not doing Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom. And we kind of again, we were evaluating like what next time we go to magic kingdom, will we buy genie plus? And the thing that we've noticed is, is yes, yes. when crowds are so high, everybody's buying it because they're seeing everybody else buying it. So just like when I was saying, when you see, uh, like small world is 50 minutes, um, you know, okay, everybody's buying genie plus because you're looking at the lightning lane and they're letting, you know, I mean, what what did the proportion probably look like from Genie Plus Lightning Lane to the standby line? They were probably letting 30 Lightning Lane people go for every one standby. So they're just flying through this line and, you, and you're spending, you know, I mean, when you put it in like that, your park day is, you know, let's say 12 hours and you wait in line for Small World for one hour. That's one twelfth of your day you're kind of giving up. So you really kind of, I mean, you want to be strategical, but you don't want to like overstress about it. Um, that's why we're definitely saying Genie Plus mm-hmm. is definitely worth it during those crowded um, peak time. Yeah, it's still amazing to see how many people are holding out or either have to hold out because that's just another expense. Of course, there were just two of us. It's a lot more affordable than uh, if we had our whole family there, you know, if there were all six of us there. So uh, that would have been a lot a lot tougher. The other thing we noticed on like when we when we rode Space Mountain, one train one track was all standby and one track was Genie Plus. And that when you looked over and you're in this you've been in this long two hour long line and you look over and you see that the other one is just people getting on and there's no line. There's sometimes it didn't even look like there was anyone over in that area, you know, where they, where they have space mountain has two mirror image tracks and you could look over and their tracks or there's no one in line. It's just, they're moving them in so fast. So that's when we were going, this genie plus is in this case is giving everybody a huge advantage. uh, One other challenge I'll say that that, uh, and kind of a new experience that I had never seen happen uh, we talked a lot about ride times in some of the other videos where they'll say the line's 45 minutes long and then you get in it and you're really on the line you're on the ride and out maybe in 30 minutes it's like they padded a little bit more so uh this time was the first time we had three rides uh space mountain uh remy's ratatouille and 
I, what was the third one, JD? But the three rides where they told us a, a line was especially, oh, it was Smuggler's Run. With the both Smuggler's Run and Space Mountain, we got in the line when it said 35 minutes. The sign said 35 minutes. The app said 35 minutes. Wow. And we were in line two hours. Yeah. And so we were like, how, how, you know, even if, even if somehow the numbers were off when we got in, cause I think after we'd been in line, after we had passed the sign, the posted signs, Space Mountain went from like 35 to 45, then maybe 50, then maybe an hour. Yeah. We were in way past that. And suddenly uh, we're in line two hours. And then once you hit that hour line, you're like, we're not, we're not going to make it like, but the only thing that could be making it that long is they keep letting yeah, Genie Plus that. go in front of you. It was that. and then it, That's the only thing. Well, it was that. And or then you have to remember the app has become such a part of people's park day that someone in, in your group is always kind of watching it. So just like us, when, when you know, somebody in the family sees, oh, 35 minutes, this, this ride's been – you know, 60 minutes all day, literally everybody in that vicinity of the park is going towards that ride because they're trying to get a good deal on a ride. Um, so, you know, it's all about well, just navigating. You may not have considered this, but is it, is it possible, I'm just going to throw this hypothesis out there, that all the cheerleaders were there, that there's a lot of line skipping, like flipping over the things, you know what I mean? Like they flip over the... And they just kind of get in front of you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm half joking. We did see. I was joking, but you're going to tell we me yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we we did we did see quite a bit. There's there's a common thing. I don't I don't know where this has come from, but in recent years, like now, bathroom lines. I understand that we've seen some grandmas come through the line with a grandkid because they let the family get in line because the kid had to go to the restroom. That's one thing, but there's, uh, we've seen, we've seen, uh, you know, two people are in line and then three people come in with food and they want to pass, you know, they've gone to get their group food. So now suddenly three people jump in and sometimes it's just families that let somebody get in line. And then here comes a whole like five or six people, uh, pushing their way all to the front and it's, and watching people's reactions, you know, it's, uh, People usually are somehow merciful I mean, and keep do? going. I mean, you're kind of betting. You know, like, they just shake their heads. Somebody's not yeah. going to just put a stop to it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, we we've seen uh, lots of brawls at Disney. Why? Why do you see <laughs> in the news the past brawls couple of years? You know, like, well, that's the Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> like you, fights. Kind of you, you mean like fights? I did. Oh yeah, not oh, like yeah. undergarments. Yeah, there was there, oh. I got it. Oh, okay, no, I heard that bras, wrong. You're Tennessee. Bras. Okay, I was like, that's a little weird. <laughs> although, although, the, although the one that just happened this week did oh, include I heard, a woman I read taking about that. Somehow that they got super drunk and they got in a fist fight at Disney Springs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was. It was way down my list of things to talk yeah. about today, but it's interesting <laughs> nonetheless. It. Oh, but it may. It, it's going to make news because everybody said you know there've been so many that have made the news, and this is like the first time like they had to you know people had to go get clothes oh, for her to cover her up. <laughs> I think I think she had they they said that you know they were so drunk that one got sick, and then they had slipped in it and fallen. Oh. So I think she probably had it on her dress, and mm. so she's just so drunk she well, took this, it off. This isn't in the park. This that's is what, a Disney and, and another thing. That's that's this is. Disney Springs, but it's still, hey, this is why Walt Disney didn't want yeah. alcohol in the park. He, 
I mean, he knew that's what it, it, it brought in eventually. You've got, that's a hard thing to police, how to know when people have had too much. I'm really amazed that more doesn't happen that's fascinating. in the parks with, with alcohol. You know, somebody, bu- you know, they're drunk so and they bump into each other. before you book your trip, and- you need to check and see so. when the cheerleading championships are and try to avoid that weekend. Yeah, week. I mean, just big conferences well, like that. Yeah, well, they you don't, gotta go they don't tell you, you gotta that. go search for like <laughs> you, you um, never know. cheerleading competition. But I will say this too. So I say that there are um we have a national championship cheerleading squad in my hometown in Kentucky, little rural town in Kentucky. And then we have another school from another division that plays like fifth in the nation. And it, right now everybody's going like wow. The national champion and fifth, that's amazing. Think of all the incredible cheer. And that is true. I Listen, I'm not dogging on cheerleading. Like, I, and this isn't about cheerleading because it is an incredible sport with athletic skill. And it's some, some of the most incredible athletes out there without question, right? And this isn't a commentary on cheerleading. This is a commentary on all youth sports in general. But do you know how many state champions and national <laughs> champions that I know personally? I shouldn't know this many, which leads me to believe that there is probably a lot of national championships they're handing out, which if, it, if it's a, is it really a national championship if everybody gets a national championship? Hey, that sounds like everybody's super. What is it? If everybody's, <laughs> you know, everybody's I mean, super. If everybody is <laughs> a champion. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's also a way to make money competition because you know what I mean? Like everybody we're go wants to Disney to, yeah. world and try- yes. Oh my goodness. So anyhow, I just wanted to throw that in there. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, congrats to all the national champions out there. Um, or did you guys win a national championship last week? Did you- <laughs> not, not last week. Hey, <laughs> okay. Not last week. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We also had the other thing. It was our very last, uh, ride of the trip on Friday evening, the Friday night was Tower of Terror. We finally got in that line and the whole, yeah. the entire line was cheerleaders. <laughs> it's like the two of us and massive amount of cheerleaders. But when we got out, when we got out, uh, uh, they had closed Tower of Terror at nine o'clock, but the cheerleaders got extra hours. I don't know, probably to at least 11, maybe midnight. They had special armbands and they got extra hours. And I was like, well, we're the ones that really needed the extra hours because the cheerleaders, you know, really did pack the park that day. And we, everybody needed extra hours. They, I really wish that they, the parks were, every park was open nine to nine when we were there, which that was great. At least nothing closed early, but I really think we were at, we were kind of at spring break crowds uh, and if it was, it was that packed anyway. And so I wish they had had longer hours. Uh, again, that there's no way to really know what the hours are. They're so good now with the reservation system. Uh, they know exactly how many people are there and how many employees they need, how many restaurants they need. So it can feel packed, but it can just be that they've taken some things off the plate you know, to because they don't think they even need it for that size crowd. So who knows? Uh, we just felt like it's the first time, another first besides the the line thing. It's the first time I've ever left a park and gone to another park. Interesting with the park hopper, just because it was so crowded. We left Magic Kingdom. We were going to stay all day at Magic Kingdom, and we we just finally left and went to Epcot. It wasn't crowded. We we did some things there. We ate some food and went to watch Harmonious, which we were going to do the second day. So uh, you know, it was okay. it was 
it yeah. was it was really crowded beyond my expect beyond my expectations. But the thing here here the, the positive, we still did everything we wanted to do. We had some great meals. It just you can't you just you got to spread it out. And when when it gets like that, you have to adjust. You know, a lot of people a lot of people like to take a break in the afternoon anyway because we had a great first morning like that day that was so crowded. We did like uh, Thunder Mountain at nine o'clock. We did Honda Mansion at nine thirty. We did another attraction at ten. I mean, we did something every thirty minutes up until about two or three o'clock, and that's when everything kind of screeched to a halt. And without G- without Genie Plus, we didn't have any. We had no lightning lane, so everything was going to be an hour yeah. or more. Yeah, so, so I mean, when you have crowded days like that, two tips that we were kind of talking about that were huge is one, um, remembering at Disney, even if it's a minute until the park closes, you can get into that Tower of Terror line. That's two hours, and that's just kind of a, a little way that you can get more out of your day, um, ride that ride that you've really wanted to get to uh, enjoy all day, but it's been long, so you haven't. So definitely remember that. That's what we did, and we got an extra hour out of the park every day. Um, that was a big one. And what was the other big one that we were talking about? Well, I was just going to say because so many, a lot of people don't get there when the park opens. It that twelve o'clock to four o'clock just seems so packed. Like when we we went back, uh, we went uh, around twelve or one. We went back to Main Street to go to Casey's Corner to get one of the fiftieth anniversary hot dog treats. And people yeah. were still coming in. You could see traffic going towards the castle more than you saw going the other way. Yeah. And so that's when I knew, like, it's going to get really, it's going to get crazy in here. So I think if if you can get, you definitely need to rope drop uh, if you can and take that break in the afternoon. Take advantage of that last uh, that that last uh, hour of the day. Of course, if you're staying at a, at a resort, you can you get thirty extra minutes that we didn't have this time. We stayed off, we did not, we stayed off property, but a great hotel that we were, we were seven minutes from Mm -hmm. uh, animal kingdom. We were so close to the parts, 10 minutes, I think from the others. We always tell people uh, you can do just as much in that first two hours in the last two hours that you can do in that whole middle slot of the day. So if you really want to maximize your day, get there early and be there until it closes. And then two, one thing that we used a lot was just talk to cast members. Uh, it's Disney World. Um, a lot of the cast members are also fans of Disney and they've gone on a lot of trips and they want to make your trip memorable. So like one way we did this was we went up to the the reservation specialist at uh, Sci-Fi Diner and Sci-Fi Diner at Hollywood Studios. It's always maxed out, always reserved. And we asked and just said, hey, um, we only have two people. Is there any way you might could, you know, fit us in? And she literally would change the schedule just so we could fit into the schedule, um, and eat. And, and I think we only had to wait like 20 minutes. Um, but she wanted to do that for us cause she saw that it would have been a special meal and a good time for us. Another thing, um, with the whole, or you want to speak, what? <laughs> Well, I was just going to say some of that's just the old JD charm. I'm, I, you know, if if, if I want go. a special favor, I'm going to put him up to the front of the line because he he doesn't he he doesn't go up. Now, I watched him. He doesn't go up, Dustin, and say, "There's." He doesn't go up and say, "Is there any way you can squeeze us in?" He said, "There's no way you can do this, is there?" And she goes, "Let me see." No, but like, half that's of it, pretty smart. Like he, it's just he asking. Her. I mean, it really is just <laughs> asking. Didn't, didn't. I mean, most people would just kind of walk by a sci-fi diner and be like, "Oh, that place is so popular." You know, there's no way we're gonna get in there, and they would just walk and they would just walk past it. But I mean, another yeah, one, I would have. 
I've, I've, I've seen several other things lately say that just always go up and ask. You never know. Sometimes they, they have it. The old, the reservations, uh, they save some, you know, they've had some things back. So what, yes, but some things online, they might have, and like at sci-fi diner, you, you sit in a, you sit in a car and you eat your meal in a car and you watch old sci-fi movie pre, uh, trailers on the big screen. And uh, so they have extra seating that's not in a car. And that's actually what she said. I can get you in at a table, you know, in the back, but I can't get you in a car. But they they put us in a car. Uh, the, some of the cars hold six people, and there was a family of four in the seats in front of us. And so we were in the back. Um, which was fine because we, we weren't blocking there. Yeah, really and another, cool, uh, and another and thing and that's it, great about Disney that hours, we so. experienced was we rode the new Remy Ratatouille uh, ride that we were both excited to ride for the second time, and we waited a really long time, crazy lines, and and then and then we get on the ride really and we're about time. halfway it, through it and was it breaks longer down. Than it said. And we're uh, like, oh my gosh, like for real, like this is like we've been waiting so long. And it, yes, it was a tough thing, but one, we were pumped because we got to walk through – the ride as it was shut down. So we got to see a lot of cool behind the scenes, but two, they gave us both a free lightning lane for the next day. So we got to do Peter Pan, uh, which we wouldn't have been able to do at magic kingdom if they hadn't been um, nice enough to give that to us. And yes, you're kind of like, well, you know, you waited a long time and it broke down, but I've been to a lot of amusement parks where they're like, sorry, like we can't control that. Like that's just kind of part of it. And Disney at least makes effort towards if something goes wrong, trying to make it up. Um, if you just kind of talk to those cast members. That's awesome. Well, Hey, did you guys have any like new experiences or what was your, what was your favorite part about it? We got, you know, some of the lines were long, it was super crowded, but you still had a great time. You got to ride everything and did everything. That's cool. You went to the sci-fi diner, but what were some things that, that you got to do that maybe you hadn't experienced before, maybe some great meals or some great experience or something that popped out at you? was the highlights yeah uh well so well, some things that were new that i was really glad that we got to do this time uh we we got into to orlando on tuesday again we, it wasn't a park day but we had uh tuesday we went to disney springs uh, again we, the, we didn't the puke, see the fight the, puke wish, slip, the puking <laughs> that lady was, that was brawling. later probably uh maybe it may it yeah it, it sounds like something that happened closer to midnight and we were there in the afternoon, but we went to Disney Springs, uh, looked around some, uh, some places. Uh, then we had, we got a reservation at, uh, animal kingdom lodge at a popular restaurant called Boma, which it's been, I couldn't remember if we'd been there when John David was younger, but it's been a long time, but it's a buffet. It's an African inspired, uh, flavors, uh, buffet. And, uh, so, uh, we did that on, on Wednesday, on Tuesday night. And that was really fun. Uh, we were there <laughs> quite a long time. We went through the buffet <laughs> quite a few times. <laughs> that was a lot of fun and, uh, had a great time, had a great cast member, uh, yeah, there as well, uh, taking care of us. And, uh, it had been a long time since I'd been in animal kingdom lodge. So that was fun. We just went and explored the, one of my favorite restaurants, uh, that we've ever eaten at. It's called Jico, this called the the eating place, and it's another African restaurant. Uh, you, we ate there when John David was about ten, and uh, we, when we had when the Disney dining plan was came with your room. I'm actually all this talk about food. It's lunchtime where I'm at, and I'm kind of hungry myself. So we probably should just go ahead and wrap it up. Um, I love hearing about you guys' uh, um, uh, adventures at the parks. 
and we'll talk more about that next week. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff coming to coming to Disney Plus. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about the new Doctor Strange t- trailer and um, Moon Knight, uh, the Kenobi um, behind yep. the scenes I saw on Disney Plus the other day. It was kind of a little little first glimpse. Looks kind of awesome where they interviewed Ewan McGregor and uh, just some stuff like that. It looks, looks like going to be really really cool um, moving forward. So I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Um, yeah, Anything right. else you guys want to say before we wrap up? Hey, I was just gonna say you've got a you've got a Universal Parks I do. trip coming yeah. out. Yeah, spring that? break. Um, we are taking a group. I'm actually um, leading a, a large group from from our church. Um, that is the first week of April, and we'll be wow. going to um, okay Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, and Volcano Bay, and spending four days in those parks. And That's super so excited about that. And um, it actually, the reason we're doing it instead of Disney, if you're wondering, is because it's significantly cheaper, significantly cheaper, um, less expensive. Yeah. And it's just just much more doable for us with a big group at this is point. Is that group rates or is that individual? It was group rates. Okay. And Universal is very aggressive right now in pricing, um, wow. which I think they see an opening. I really do. You know, they're building a new park and... Um, they know that, that Disney's getting some bad press for, you know, kind of being so expensive that they're coming in and, and being super aggressive. Now, it's two different, they're both great, you know what I'm saying, in different ways. And I think we have this, we're not doing a while of Universal podcast, and there's a reason for that, right? It, Disney is what Disney is, but um, I'm excited to go and hang out. It's been a while since I've been to a park in Florida. So um, yeah. we'll, ra- we'll wrap it up here, and uh, I'll talk more about that as we get, get going and move forward. So, um, until next time, if you're thanks for listening and coming along with us on this journey, um, check us out at whyilovedisney.com and join the conversation. Have you been to the parks lately? What do you think about all these national champion uh, middle school basketball teams and, and such? You can yell at us. It's fine. We don't care. If your kid's a national championship, congrats to them. But we'd love to hear from you regardless. Instagram, uh, Twitter, and on the website, you can contact us at all those places but until next time guys we have enjoyed my time thoroughly and can't wait to do it again all righty see you see you so long